think of his grace and his mercy And oh yeah, how he loves me All I can do is thank him for blessing me He shields me from the hurt and the pain A touch from him and you will never be the same Yes, I gotta thank him for saving me I thank him for my blessings every day that I wake up. We were born into this sin, but he decided to save us. Wasn't grateful for my life, but now I thank him every night. Because without him, I'd be lost. Now the problem has been solved. I remember all the lies and all the times that I disguised. But now his greatness and his mercy was revealed until my eyes. I'm so alive, I rose up from the desert. I cannot help but give him praise. You should come along for the ride. All right, everybody, I want to thank you guys for joining us again for another episode of the Servant Leader Coaches Bible Study. I'm your host, Coach Chelsea, and I'm excited again to have another conversation just to empower us. Yeah, I was sitting here talking to today's servant leader um, before we got on and just saying that, you know, as leaders and servant leaders, we need to hear how God is moving. And I'm so glad to have servant leader Paul Showtime Gaffney with us <laughs> to a lot of what he has going on. But a long career, 15-year career with the Harlem Globetrotters. He is currently the founder and president of Gaffney Athletic Prep Academy, which we're going to talk about a lot today, and also a team owner for, you know, the Tennessee Conductors, the WABA team. We're going to get into that, but just an all-around amazing servant leader of action. So, Coach, I thank you. I thank you for being here today just to talk to us and uplift us leaders. I'll pass the torch to you. Just say hello to our listeners. We'll get this conversation started. Well, you know what? Coach, since we got this is a, a, a now we can't even say religious a, a word a word uh, podcast. Won't you go and lead us in prayer? And let's and let's you know get this started off right. You ain't say nothing but a word, Heavenly Father. We just want to thank you right now for uh, the moments that you allow us to be able to do your will. The moments that our paths to cross in order for you to show up, Lord God. So I ask right now, Lord God, that you show up and Paul Showtime Gaffney to be able to just give some encouragement to those that are listening, Lord God. We thank you right now just for being simply who you are, because that alone is enough to say thank you. Most of all, we allow this word to be able to touch, even if one, you left the 99 for one. So even if this word touched one, we go ahead and thank you in advance for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, Coach, you know, it's a, it's an honor, actually, to be on a on a podcast of this magnitude and what you've been doing and you know, it's, you know, being in this world of, you know, athletics and and the world of, in, in this world of going through society, because as you know, you, you know, traveling around the world and seeing so many different things and doing so much, it's, it, it takes a real, I guess, a, a real solid base to make it through, through all sure. the, all the things that you're going through and all the things that's happening. And, you know, more or less, you could so easy be so swayed to go to so many other different ways than following, you know, following the word of God and following the spirit of God and, and to be just out front. Look, this is this is where my banner is at. This is where I stand. Um, you know, that, that takes a lot. It takes a lot of uh, assurance, not just hearing hearing the father, but knowing him. Because mm. you can hear it, and you, and you can hear it in, in the service, and hear it all that, and, and and be excited for those moments. But to have a relationship that you know that he died for you, and you know that, um, you know the mistakes that you might have made 
five minutes ago that you repent and turn away that he's actually forgiving you and so you know it's it's hard to be out there and you know in this world that that we that we love to be in you know that sports world um it's it's a lot of it's a it's <laughs> if you don't know it's a it's a whole different world time you hit the airport to go to wherever you're going till you come back it's a whole different world out there that entertainment world is something it's something special you know people are like man I, I, you just it's so great to be out there it's so great it's so great it's a lot of things in that kool-aid people don't know that um, <laughs> you have to deal That's with right. yeah it's just it's just not great <laughs> it got some stuff in it boy it's almost like a uh, uh what to say a, a fondue dip it has all kind of stuff up in it so you know, and, and it's just, you know, it really is just a testament of what you're doing. And, and again, I'm glad to be able um, to be on this show and to be able to spread the gospel. And like you said, if it's just one to hear it and get encouraged about what what's, uh what we have to talk about, um, it's going to be great. I think you hit the nail on the head in so many different ways with that. You know, on the outside looking in, I always talk about the glory versus the story, right? And so. Yeah individuals take a look on the outside and look it in and they see, oh, you get to travel, you're doing this, you're doing that. They miss that story moment of how God is truly helping carry you through. They miss that, you know, that grind, you know, that yeah. it's just not all good all the time, that grind, that effort, that work, those trials that kind of go in. You know, you've had a long standing career. Anybody that loves sports or even doesn't, I know for a fact, those are the Harlem Globetrotters. I've been able to witness and see them myself, even up to the new age. We actually had a current Harlem Globetrotter on um, recently. She just, we just posted her podcast last week, okay. uh, Mighty, Hannah Mortimer. And she, okay. and just recognizing, Sometimes. you know, yeah, the long standing career that you had and then and stop there that you're doing so much. Talk to us a little bit how you got involved in the Harlem Globetrotters. And then <laughs> you, I mean, 15 years, man. Yeah. Get people to say somewhere 15 days this day and age, 15 years to that endeavor. Tell us a little bit how you got into that and just how that experience was within your career. Well, you know, I'm gonna go all the way back to where it began, where really okay. where you can see God's hand in, in what we're doing. I was probably like 13, 14 years old, and I remember being in, I'm from Kentucky. Um, I'm a coal miner son. I um was adopted when I was younger. Well, matter of fact, before I was even born, that's a whole story in this hell in itself. You know, being with the well, it was a teenage mom, and uh, she had a child about a year before me. And you know, back in when I was born, it wasn't as acceptable, you know, for a teenage girl to have not only one but about to have two. And so her mom told her she had a choice: she either could have an abortion. I'll give this child up for adoption. And so during the time, it was a, a couple a couple that was in, in the city, um, the Gaffneys, and they were older couple. The the mom couldn't have kids, but they were that community kind of parents or people in the neighborhood give out candy and do things for the you know people around the neighborhood. And so they arranged it. So at birth, I was adopted. And so when I was adopted, um, you know, becoming a Gaffney and, you know, that was like her, her dream, you know, it was her, uh, something that, you know, God fulfilled in her life. And so at the age of, well, on January 26th is my birthday. So make sure you write that down. 
you know, I'll be looking for my cards and everything. I got you covered, Coach. Uh, I got you covered. All right, all right. (laughs) So on the 18th of January, when I was about to turn two, she had a she had a stroke in the house. It was her and I. And so at that point, it was just my father. He's in his early 60s. My father and myself, and he, you know, from that standpoint, it was just I was raised by a single parent. So I was above for adoption, raised by a single parent. Um, my father, not, you know, not as the norm as a, as a mother in, in a rural area. So all accounts, if you look at the story, at the beginning of the story, it didn't look good. It wasn't, you know, set up to be, but it was that he was already protecting me before birth. He's like, I know you when you in when you're in the womb, I know who you, you know, who you are. And so it was a plan for me. So at about 13, I say around 13 years old, 12, 13 years old, I was uh out in the park. I remember not just looking out, I said, man, I was just matter of fact, I probably was on Sunday because I think it was an NBA game that came on and I was outside. And I said, you know what, God, I just want to be, I want to be, I want to be six, nine. Cause I was a Magic Johnson fan. That first game I ever seen was Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, <laughs> at, you know, in the NCAA finals. That was the first game. And I fell in love with Magic. I fell in love with, you know, even more with the game. Um, and I said, I want to be about six, nine. Um, and I said, no, I think I'm going to be about six, six. I want to be a little more agile. You know, I want to be up front. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling him. And I said, you know, I want to, I said, I want to be in the NBA. I want to play professional. And I said, you know what? I want to play professional to go around, to travel around different places in the world and come back and play in the States. That would be hot. And then I said, I want to be a businessman. I want to be a successful business guy. Just, and it, it just really brought back to my attention, you know, a few years back. And I was like, wow. So end up with the globe, what I was coming from college, I was assigned to go to Kentucky. Um, the coach left for Kentucky and Eddie Sutton came. Joby Hall left. He retired. Eddie Sutton came. So myself, Rex Chapman, Spencer, Reggie Hansen, all of us was coming out of Kentucky at the same time. Rex stayed. I left, went to J, uh, JSU, came, uh, finished up at Tennessee Wesleyan University in Athens, not too far from here. And um, All-American, my agent was in Houston. So I went to Houston, played in the summer league with Akeem and uh, um, Kenny Smith and everybody during that time when there was really a the summer leagues were kind of if you're going to the league or going somewhere or you know or coming playing from overseas anywhere that had a professional pieces on it you played in this league and I was going as basically going to this uh, Supersonics as a free agent now you know that's been a while back about the Supersonics so right. you gotta know you gotta know a little history you gotta know a little history yeah I was like bring my <laughs> listeners up with you though <laughs> Yeah, look it up. They green and yellow. They look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Um, and so the uh at that time I got hurt. The um, you know, guys from the Globetrotters and stuff was playing in the league and I got friends with one of them and and uh actually, you know, Chris Morris and that played at Auburn and all of them that was oh real good friends of mine. But the guy he was like and then the coach was there because there's a lot of agents from all, um Europe and all over. We used to come to the summer leagues and stuff. And it was like, well, won't you come? I got hurt off a year. So won't you come to the Glow Chatter camp and um and see how it goes? But during that time, during that time, they went into the organization, not the Glow Charters or company itself, 
but it was a uh, entertainment company. It had amusement parks. The um, it had uh, what was it? The uh, I can't think of the skating. It was a skating company they had that was really took away a lot of money, so they had to win in bankruptcy. So it hindered even more time for me to play about two about another year. But during the time I was going to New Light Christian Center, and um, well, go back. I got it. <laughs> Holy Spirit, learned about the Holy Spirit here in Tennessee. Went to Houston. Um, I was I was in uh, New Light Christian Center. Doctor I, I no Apostle Ivy Hilliard, um, and American Church, and he was going over. He was teaching on mental toughness. And matter of fact, listeners go to the, get the book. I'm in the book too. I'm in that book. I'm in that book. But anyway, so he was talking about mental toughness, saying basically seeing where you want to go, see yourself. And I was going through these this whole thing, and I was working odd jobs, just trying to get some things going. And um, so what happened, the Globetrotters, I was going through this thing with the Globetrotters. So the Globetrotters was coming, supposed to come to the city, and they had a picture. And it was a, one of those tie com- bounce. It was a bounce commercial uh, in the paper. And the guy was dribbling, and he you know, had a picture of it. So what I did was, he said, because, you know, we was going through this whole thing. He said, you know, you got to see yourself. You got to, you know, the faith and all of this. So I was speaking it. I took that picture. I cut that face out and put my face on his picture. This is before dream boards and stuff was out. Put my picture, put my picture on this. This I have never told this story, actually. I don't think in, in all my years and other things, but this is exclusive for you. So, so I took the I took my put my picture on the uh, took his cut his face out put my my face on it scanned it so I had a picture of it. Now he's like the guy that was on the picture was like you. He was on the light skinned persuasion. You know, <laughs> I'm on that deep mocha persuasion. So what I had to do was I colored in I colored in his his arms and his legs a little bit, and I scanned it again to more look like me. So I, I put it up and just spoke it and just kept moving towards it and running, training and doing all those things. Then my opportunity came. My opportunity, they, they the team got sold, that portion of the um, organization got sold to Manny Jackson, um, was a former trotter at the time, um, played back in the 60s. Went from there, um, was the youngest player to basically be um, in that in the role of Mel Art Lemon, Goose Tatum, Geese Osby, Sweet Lou Dunbar, um, Showbiz, Matt Jacks, all these you know, superstars, all these guys that basically was the the stir in, in the Globetrotters. And so God had just, I, I said that long stations show how God is just positioned and was in my life, you know, always and still to the day. How when I asked about being, I wish I should stay with six nine because I actually came to be six six in a little change, but they were six six. So you just um, needed to pray a little while longer. Yeah, no, I should just when I said it, just stayed at six nine. So when I when I said that, I forgot all about it. You know, I said I told him this, and I forgot. And I said, oh, I should have said six nine. I should stay six nine. But I traveled around the world. I traveled to ninety three different countries. I've been around the world completely three times. Um, if you add that up, I've been on every show from Oprah to um, uh, South Africa, 
I mean, everything. And I, I'm on your show. I mean, what better <laughs> is this? Here. He yeah, done missed so, over y'all. Come on now. Yeah. So, I mean, but think about, you know, and this is from a little country boy, a little coal miner son out of Kentucky that was adopted, was adopted at birth, before birth, raised by a single parent in a rural area. So you can't really tell me God is not real. And, and, and so from that standpoint, he answered my prayers. He's answering prayers that are now but they were already done 4,000 years. You know, when he was on the cross, he he already knew then that it was going to happen. Only, I think, you know, they say, you know, we speak things in existence. It's already there. I think we speak it for us to see it. Come on. Yeah. So, I mean, he when he died, I mean, he died for our sins. He died for everything. He took keys back and went to hell, beat up Satan, and embarrassed him, brought the keys back and said, here, this is you. This is, this is yours. What, whatever you want to do, this is yours. So now, instead of us saying, oh, we making it happen, we ain't making nothing happen. It's already been happening. It's just us for us to receive. If you believe it, you believe what he said, it's, it's real. I mean, I'm a living testimony. Now, don't, I like like to say, it rains on the just and the unjust. And, uh, unjust. I mean, it, it. we have to all go through something. We, I mean, we don't have to go through. We go through, we all will go, we'll feel the rain, but we go through the rain in a different way. And so it's a lot of things like that we can just minister. I know I'm just talking a lot because I think I'm feeling something going on up in here. But uh, hey, think, let it lead you. Let it lead but, you. I ain't gonna stop you. <laughs> but I think you know some of the things that we we look at, and when it's hard, like now we, I'm going through a challenge right now, and I'm like, oh my God, what what are we gonna do? You know, it's like okay, hey, I gotta trust you. You ain't got me. You ain't got me out here for this. I know it's gonna work. I just need. And it's and a lot of stuff that we go through, a lot of stuff that we a bigger challenge that happens is more or less what we do. You know, it's it's really because he gave us a choice at the beginning. You know, if a God gave you a choice of to believe him or not to believe him, the creator, you believe him as a as your father, or don't believe him, you know, that's the only way you don't go to hell. But you don't think he get he gave he get his choice of everything you do today. He gave you a choice of what you got on. He gave a choice, like I tell the kids, he gave a choice. You get a choice every day to brush your teeth or not brush your teeth. Now the outcome from that, if people ain't gonna be around you and your breath stink, now that's that's something that you chose to do. But if if you if your breath fresh, you good. You know, so those things that we have a choice to do, it's not you know um, God then did this because God is good. God is always good. God is not putting nothing on you. He's not putting, if he putting something on you, he putting on nothing but anointing, nothing but blessings. He's just seeing you open your eyes to these blessings that out here, these opportunities for you to, to get to bless his name with. And so, you know, we get into a rut of, you know, the devil. Yeah, the devil's out there. He's he's real. He's real. He, he's definitely real, but it's no realer than the creator. You know, so what we do is, it, it's, we just got to believe and, and, Yes, you know, I, and I ain't on front. You know, we back in the day, you be out there and you getting it in. You get you you part. You getting it in. You doing all everything. That, but the consequences of things that happens after that is because of what you did. Now, if you get away, you don't have those same kind of consequences. You don't have the things. Yeah, but you know what? God is so good though. When you get when you get ready to get out the mud. Just come on home. I got you. I got your robe. I got your ring. I got everything for you. I'm here. I, I have never left you. 
I never leave you or never forsake you. I'm gonna be here for you. So hey, don't dust yourself off. Matter of fact, you ain't gotta dust yourself off. Come as you are. Just come, come on. on. Yeah, I, I I clean you. I got my blood on clean. I'm good. You good? Just just come on. You just got to make the decision to come on. And I think some of the things that um we do as you know, I got I got I got a little age on you. Got a little age on you, but things that we do in life a lot of times are self-afflicted because the only thing the devil can do to you is put the images or put thoughts in your head now it's up to you not to follow them and to go that and again those things if you don't follow them then those you know some things don't happen now even even that i mean they some of the things that we go through helps us for for life anyway i mean look at look at jesus he had to go up there and he tempted him but hungry over 40, 40 days. And some of us can't go four hours without eating. So you know how hungry he was. That would be and, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you feed for two. You, <laughs> you, you feed for two right now. But but just imagine. And then he's um he's giving all these these thoughts for him to do, all these things that he had to handle. Now, God let him go through. That was something that he had to go through. It wasn't that God put it on there. You said the devil left him, let him the, the, they let him through. He had to go through it, but it strengthened him for everything else that he had to do in his life. And so things that we go through, we look at it now, it's like, God, me. But, you know, God God got really a, a sense of humor because he'd, he'd take the things that, that you did bad, turn it around to bless somebody else. So anyway, I'm going to get off of this. I'm going to get off of this. I'm going to get off of this. It's on you, coach. It's on Listen, you, coach. It's but that was coach. right on scale. And I said, it's so funny. And that that is how you know and when you know that God is truly, um, you know, as you said, he He working on something of you. It was stirring in you. And, and, and it's right on trial. It's like right on the line because this morning I had tweeted out a message he gave to me. And I said, the mountains in your life um, was assigned to you so that others could watch you climbing. So oftentimes when those moments hit in our life, well, we try to move, we want him to move the mountain. And that's fine. In some situations in our lives, when that prayer, can you move that mountain? He's going to adhere to that. But some mountain, mountains were meant for us to climb. And it's not even about us. It's not even about us. It's about Go ahead. because once they see you climb that mountain, once they're able to tell you, I, I, I use the same, uh, I was talking to somebody uh, on the show uh, a week ago and he's the same thing. I said, we go eat somewhere. We watch a movie. We got a new pair of shoes, whatever the case may be. And what's the first thing we do? We go be a messenger. We go tell somebody. We give free publicity to things that don't last. And we be publicists for Christ. Come on, that's that's the new one right there, y'all. Listen, yeah. we'll be publicists for Christ on the things that we know hold true. And those very things that you're saying, when we go through things, it's not always even about us. Something you know. for Christ to show somebody that we don't even know is watching that it can be done. Hey, but you know when the things you talk about the mountain on Mark 11, Come he on. said, hey, speak to it. Come on. Speak to the mountain. Because we, we let things just go. We let things happen like, oh, Lord, you know, we, I don't want to say that. No, he gives you the word to speak. When when we was just talking about, when he was talking about the uh, the bread, you know, showing these stones and the bread, he had, he spoke to it. He spoke to the devil. He he, he wasn't quiet. He spoke, to, he spoke what God gave him to say. He gave, he spoke the word. He speak the word. Then you you, the mountain's gone, but you got to go through. You got you gonna go through the valley. You gonna go through it, but you gotta speak. That's why you take you speak to it. 
So everything is received. He created the world by by the words. Come on now. And so, you know, we we think that, you know, if God gave you something, if God truly gave you, like he gave you this show, first of all, you had to believe that that was God telling you the show. Mm-hmm. You had to speak what you're going to do. And then you had to move. Mm-hmm. If you'd have sat there, I don't care if God told you, you'd have sat there and not, and then speak it and move on it. It still be some matter of fact, somebody else will be doing it. That's true. Because he, as I, as my pastor, not say Dr. R.J. McCowan here in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, Newman Christian Center. Let me go on and shout them out. Anyway, go ahead, shout them out. <laughs> but they, uh, you know, you're not, you're not his first, you're not his first choice, and you're not definitely not his only choice. You know, if he give it to you, you get it. Then go. He's, he's, he's telling you to go. And he and he don't work with us. You know, we're human. We're human. We human. We're we spirit first. Mm-hmm. We're in this human body. He knows to fight. That's why Jesus said he knows to fight. Right. I mean, what better high priest do you have than somebody that went through it? Come on here. That went through those stuff. So that's why he had to go through those things. So he'll know what we go through. So he's like, oh, look, this, this, and this. Do this. You know, I'm gonna give you the I'm gonna give you the platform. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you the pathway. You just got to do it. And yeah, it, it's it's sometimes not the most popular thing, but at the end, the ones that's talking about you, I'm going to be calling you be like, can you pray for me? Mm-hmm. Can, can, hey, what you think about this? You know, yeah. it ain't what we think. It's what the words say about it. You know, it's, yeah. it's what it is. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, coach. Yeah, no, you got to be, be on hype. I've been waiting for this for like all weekend long. I Listen, hey, I'll be hyped too. I'll be trying to tell you that. I don't care what happens in the midst of the day. I'll be like, when that time, that hour comes, I'm like, oh, let's, let's get it. We ready, you know, so yeah. time with that. So don't, no apologies necessary for that. You know, of course, I'm talking about God's hand and of course, naturally how he places the path, you know, and especially plainly when we know him, right? He, when God moves now, it's almost like, I tell people, he talks to me like this should have had a V8 commercial just pop you in the forehead it's not yeah. <laughs> a question if it's him right like he knows let me tell this girl it's me right yeah. um but of course with you i'm sure it's much of the same and so talk to us a little bit about how he led you to creating this preparatory academy oh wow. it helps so many people yeah i'm so excited about this i told him i wish i could just get up there right now but y'all know what i'm working on until october of course <laughs> after but I'm going to get up there because I just, I truly am loving what you're doing. So talk to us a little bit about the Gaffney uh, Athletic Preparatory Academy, how that came about and your plans for it for our listeners. Well, you know, now it's, you know, it's, it's the first of its kind um, international teams, college preparatory school for Christian Academy for sports enthusiasts, the people that have a love and desire to be in the sports world. As we focus on the careers in sports, like sports medicine, sports marketing, sports communication, sports nutrition, sports engineering, things that society really doesn't show you what sports is about. Um, this private this private school is also teams. The team standpoint for the school is uh, an acronym. It's a new learning model. That's an acronym for technology, engineering, athletics, mathematics, and science, where we take the concepts of the, of STEM and viewing through the lenses of athletics. Because I think going through this and looking at it is, we don't see the importance of school a lot, especially now, it's the why. So we wanna answer the why. 
Why are you in school? Why are you learning these things? Why is engineering and technology and science, how do they fit in the world of sports? And so to go back on this story, this is um, in December of 1999. Uh, someone probably haven't been born when I got this vision. But I woke up and I just heard sports and education. It's like, what are you talking about, sports and education? And I just started writing. Didn't know what I was basically writing. I didn't know if it was supposed to be a a uh, a sports complex. Was you know how the education piece is going to work? Which one you know? Then the elephants start forming. They start getting big. And I was like, y'all don't see this? And it's like, no. My wife was saying, look, you need to cut this down. You got to get this in pieces because it's just too big. So just imagine we were going charter all this time, and so. Thinking about going charter. So this is 99. It didn't come to it didn't come to fruition to 20. 20. So that's 20 years. And I'm telling you, when God gives you something, it just burns you and it just pulls you through all everything when he knows it's time. You know, I thought it was time five or six years ago. I would have messed everything up even more than I would my <laughs> non-God thinking sometimes self. We're messing up now, but it'll be even worse then. I remember one time we were, I, I came here when we moved here. It was a place I just knew it was where we we're going to be. Somewhere it was in Chattanooga, somewhere we we're going to be. And I know they were going to work with us and knew it was going to happen. And they just said no. I was so hurt. I mean, totally hurt. And I and I, I remember leaving there and I was mad. I I said, God, that's it. That's it. I'm I'm through with this. I, I I'm tired of chasing it. And it's probably about 10, 10 years, 10 so years in the game. Well, you know, working on this. And it felt like somebody punched me in my chest. And I said, Oh, oh God, I'm, I'm sorry. Whatever, how long it takes, whatever it do, I'm gonna do. It just even some of my lowest moments in life, it just kept pulling me as it pulls me today. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it was easy. I'm not saying that it's, um, everything worked out well. Yes. It's, it's been some trials. It's, it's been some, it's been some nights that I've in fear so heavy that it felt like a weight. I'm in so much fear, like paralyzed. I remember it and I, and I was lit. In fact, I was here, but I was listening to, um, uh, uh, Apostle Higgins and he was talking about fear. He was talking about how, how heavy fear could be and, and how to get out of it and how to talk and getting into the word. I mean, but I was so heavy. I had to hear that message like three times, just try to get out of it. Cause it was just like, it would just cover me. I mean, I have never felt nothing like that in my life. I was so fearful of not getting some finances that I need to go to the next level in this. And so that broke. And when that broke, it felt like, like, I mean, weights um, off of me. And then, continue on it's you know so many different things that happen i mean like i said we were going for charter and this one county that was up here we um got it was a college that we were trying to uh, purchase and was in this kind of rural area and they finally after about five six months gave us a a letter of intent to purchase it february 28th uh, 2020 signed, put the application in to the county for charter. 
So you know, in the next couple of weeks, the world shut down. Yeah, it shut down. That's the first thing popped in my head. Yeah, <laughs> shot. Hey, shut down. But we still had to go through the process with the county. So they were doing video stuff and they were talking mad stuff about this too. Oh my god! And people that I thought that would be on the on the school board, I thought they would be excited because the mayor state reps all the people in that area was like excited because what we could bring to the city what we you know what was taking over this college has been there for like 170 something years um so we all of it we fought with them from basically that february to august august 15th actually went to the state with it they denied us denied us i was and then at the same time our contract with the with the with the facility was up too on the 17th of August. And I was like, well, this extended to us because I then we start thinking about we're going private. I said, just extend it for three months to December. If we don't, we you know, we get they were like, no, we don't want nothing else to do. We're done. I was, I was, I was hurt. So I said, okay, some people that was working with us said, let's go private. Let's try it out the private set. I, I guarantee you, within two weeks, no more than three weeks, we was approved for private and the facility that we're in now, we got in a facility in three weeks. And I said, God, you funny. I said, oh, you funny. He, and then I was like, why did we go through all this just charter stuff? Why we go through all these years? We could have been private. Yeah, I could have been in two or three years ago. You know, I could have been doing something. He, I promise you, as you say, you, you know, he talks to you. He said, who told you to go chart in the first place? I said, oh. I said, oh, okay. I said, but I'm glad I did go charter because I learned so much about education, the whole system. And then it was then it was like where we were located and what we could do is the, the place, the place of where we were going to go, probably was a town of about 5,000, but it had, you know, it was a smaller place, but it had a lot of things around it. It was secure, but the place we're in now, we're over 100,000 people. We're right off of I-75. Um, we're right, we're two hours from Atlanta, two hours from, um, two hours from Atlanta, two hours from Birmingham, two hours from Huntsville, two hours from um, Nashville, two hours from Asheville, North Carolina. We're basically 50, 20 minutes from Chattanooga, 50 minutes from Knoxville, we're in a great location. They're excited about what we're doing. We're working here. Um, you know, people that knew that we were going up there came back. They said, man, you and God really bless you. You're in a real better place, you know, location-wise for where we are. You don't, you don't see it at first. And, you know, even the challenges that we have, even where we are right now, um, it's just it's just a blessing. You know, it's just a blessing that just to keep going. And yes, there's some things you don't have to do with some things that you don't pray about. And, 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 you know, there's some shamana shamanas and, and the hallelujahs you got to get down <laughs> with <laughs> because it, 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 you know, he wouldn't be much of a devil if he don't fight, you know, or if he don't suggest or and use somebody else to do something that they know is not right. But, you know, your character and your integrity got to stand completely um because at the end of the day you know god will use that and turn that thing around so quick because he got it the king the king the heart of the king's in his hands he turns them to and fro so you just got to continue going no matter what 
And so that's where we are. You know, that's where we are with this. And I know it kind of went around about what about the school, but we're excited. We got a lot of kids and stuff coming from Europe, um, different countries right now that's been signing up. Um, you know, sometimes you're in a in a in a position, and and I'm not saying this in a in a in a racial way, but when God gave me the vision, but way back 20 years ago, He told me, "Said being young." Yes, I did say young coach uh young black and an athlete people don't look at it a lot harder than than anybody else i'll put it that way and that you got to be your stuff have to be solid um and so and i you know if they don't do it it's if people don't join it because of me and i could take that because it's three e's that i look for the people that's involved heavily with us is education experience environment what we call the um i've been there knowledge and excitement that this is just what i do because i don't want anybody here that's for a job i want somebody that's this is just what i do you know in your enthusiasm someone like you let's just say if you coach yourself i said coach chelsea what four o'clock in the morning what about this this and this you'd be like yes um do this do this do this and do this okay good night click because it's just what you do and so you got to have those kind of people around and and it's not always the people that you think need to be there. Um, it's always, you, got, you always have a, a lamb in a bush somewhere, always. And so, it's, you know, it's just exciting. I don't know why I'm on this high right now talking to you. I, let me answer some questions. I'm, 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 let me, let me no, slow this thing down. Thing. Let me slow That's this thing. We want the servant leaders to have when they come on here. It's, you know, it's almost like the, the spiritual comfy couch where you just lay down and it all comes out. But no, you're just being obedient. And I think that that's amazing. I mean, you talked about talked to us about how God, God's hand is in everything. You talked to us about the path that he lays out. We just have to walk on it, walk through it. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about waiting on him, which is, I believe, one of the hardest challenges mm-hmm. that walk this Christian journey is mm-hmm. waiting. Right. I truly do believe I say this all the time to people. I know when we get there and he shows us how hard we made life for ourselves. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, this is what I wanted to give you. Right. This yeah. is what was left. Right. Steve Harvey says that all the time. He said, you're going to get to heaven and see a whole bunch of boxes with your name on it of the things he wanted to bless you with and gift you with. And mm-hmm. you got them because you wanted to try your way. and We wouldn't wait. But it's amazing when. You know, you have a couple of coaches watching that are always tapping in and have been here from the start. And they're just like, you know, yeah, it's funny how we can't see what he's doing, right? We can't sure. see. It's tunnel vision. Our vision will always be tunnel vision to Christ because he has a, a bigger picture. His words, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His yeah. ways are our ways. And so if we can just learn to wait on him, right? It's amazing how in the end you recognize, like you said, now I see what you were trying to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, because you think about it, how this school is now, we weren't able to represent his name in the way that we can Come in a private se- in in a private setting. I mean, a charter setting than we can in a private setting. Um, in a the, the people that's over the private um, uh, uh, um, what is it the the, 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 the what's the word I'm looking for. Um, the uh, certification that's the word excuse me the certification for um private school here had to sit 
it, having meetings with us like once every week now is trying to detox us from the public setting to the private setting. Things that we can do. Yeah, I mean, she, they told us it's like, look, if if your teachers want to pray, they can pray. If the if if somebody want to come and get lay their hands, you can come and get lay hands on. If you know, and I was like, what? You knew it, but you didn't know, you know, the insides of, and, and this is only showing, you know, hey, I know I had a guy that, that called me that's going to do some work. And he was like, man, what, this is great, man. But what about the Muslims? I said, everybody's welcome to come. We're not, we're not telling no one to come, but this is how we run. This is how our, our school runs. Now, if it's not right for you, it's just not right for you. It's okay. You know, because we can't go to a Catholic school and tell them how to run. I don't care who we are. We can't go to a Muslim school and say, okay, we want some Christian okay. stuff. In them. We can't go to a Buddha school and say that. So those things that, those are the kind of lines, those kind of the things. Okay. This is what I know I need to do. This is where I, if it, if it offends you, then we're just not the right people. We're not trying to offend anybody. I don't care who comes because the same all the unsaved, we want the unsaved because then they can see by life to be to get saved. So I mean, we saved, you already saved. So let's the ones what the ones that's not saved. So we're not we're not, clo- we're not closing the door or saying that, oh, you're not you're not a Christian, don't come. Are you serious? No. You come you come as Buddha, you can come as you can come with, you know, as a Muslim, you can come as all that. But and I in our environment, we you're not going to create our environment. Our environment is already created. So you coming into our environment. So this is what we do in our environment. This is where we are. If it's not for you, okay, it's fine. It's, it's fine. I, I hate for you to go. I hate, and then you don't know. You might not start off doing all that. And you might go through the whole four years if you just start starting high school, whatever. Never get saved. But I know we're planning a seeding. Yes. We might not, we not, we might not get the harvest. Somebody's gonna get the harvest. The harvest's gonna come out of seed is planted. So all of that, you know, people saying, well, you're gonna run away, people. But see, the thing is, is that we're not doing nothing, we're not gonna brown beat you with religion. We're just giving you the word. We're not a you know, we're not a Baptist church, we're not um and and was AM. A-M-E church A-M-E. or yeah, church of God. We're not none of that. We're just non-denominational, you know, with world with, with biblical worldviews. And we just give you what the words say, that's what we do. And it might not be a teacher that pray for you. Might not, maybe, but you won't be you it won't be uncommon somebody getting prayed for in the hallway. You know what I'm saying? On now. Yeah, I like so, that. I mean, yeah, so that's what we I mean, that's what we do. And that's who we are. And, you know, it, it, I think the biggest thing about, and I need, think I need to say this, the biggest thing I think I, I'm excited about this, this show today is that, and I'm, my pastor said this Sunday, well, he said it before, but he said, really said Sunday really made me two things. One is when you, you know, kind of you're trying to turn the corner and it's like he said, he, he used to get the dream, he turned the corner and like, he just fall in his hole. Like he can't never turn that corner. Like it's something that always holds him back or something's always in the way. Something that's always holding you back. Something that where you can't, it, it won't start all the way up. So it's always, it's something until 
until he got that word to, to that word got strong enough to hold him up so he never hit that hole he can make that coin you might not make that turn so you know all the way to success you always got to make that that turn it's always got to be something because that's you got to keep going until god teaches you whatever that real that hole is or real that real thing that's holding you back that that could be sin. it could be whatever whatever is holding you back from accepting him or moving forward or doing whatever in his that word got to hold it up so when you get held up by that word you can make that that turn and i think for me i think this is a, a turning point because i've never been in a in a situation i always talk about god i always you know talk about you know his goodness and his grace i'm mean, you know but i i don't think I've never taken the mantle of what was that he truly wants me to take to go. I'm not saying being in the pulpit and I'm not, that's not my ministry. He's given me my ministry about with the sports stuff and how to, you know, prepare sports enthusiasts for college careers and life in a holistic environment. He gave me that, but just really just turning the corner and saying, okay, Paul, whatever, all that stuff that was on you, all that stuff that was holding you back, all those stuff that was, well, I don't know how they're going to accept me doing this, or I don't know how they're going to really, other than, you know, yeah, I could talk to you because you're, you, you're a believer, and so it's easy, but when it's, when it's not easy, what you do? Do you go back in that, do you fall in that hole, or do you stand up and say, okay, I, I just got to separate from my, myself from, from that, not, not, not hating you or not disliking you, but just showing you this is what I stand for. This is who I am. People stand for stuff all the time. And so they don't get what they don't, they're not upset because they stand for something or people get, they stand. Then why, why is the problem if I stand for what I stand for? So that's, that's one. And another example, and I think, and I'm, a, and I'm a the throttle down some, um, he came to the edge. He was on the edge of the stage. He said, what Christians do the most in, you know, in the world is see how close to the edge can they get. And I said, oh. He said, you, you walk and you get as close as you can and then you fall off the edge. Like, oh, forgive me, Gene, let me get back on. And then it's like, you walk some more and you get close to the edge and you, oh, oh, okay, let me get back. Let me get back. And then you just then you get close again and fall off. Be like, man, just forget it. I'm just all off, you know. But the the moral of that was, why are you trying to get closer to the edge or stand away from the edge and you don't have to worry about falling off? And I was like, wow. I said that right there. That preached to me. That preached to me more than anything because I could see myself get close to the close to the edge. I remember another times close to fell off, skip my knee. I believe in everything. Here we go. Here we go. Hanging on. <laughs> yeah. Fingers creeping. <laughs> uh, everything. Get back on. Lord, I, I ain't gonna do it again. Fall back off again and get because we're never perfect. And that's why he say never leave us forsake us. And he and his and his grace. And it, his grace is not there to just to continue doing stuff. And it, and it ain't all about lust or anything of that nature. It's gossip hatred you know unforgiveness it's so much more sin is a as a is a pot it ain't just one scene you know you think it's there's a top scene or you know adultery sex and drink then there's so much more in seeing that 
that he covers than, mm-hmm. than just that, you know. Everybody- the biggest piece that you said there too is just that we can't rank, you know, sin. Yeah. No, because sin is as, sin. As a people, we can't we can't rank it. We can't pass judgment on whatever the case may be. But it goes back to that one liner that you said that made so much sense in talking about your school. He stated, it's just our job to plant the seed. That's it. It's our job to be a light. People hear me say that all the time. Lord, help us be a light so we can illuminate. It's our job to plant a seed. And uh, Coach um, Hub, he came on a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you know, we're fishers of men. That's it, right? The fisher doesn't go and, you know, catch the fish. Now, when they take it to, you know, the wherever, the, the fisherman shop, all that good stuff, the seafood house, they don't go back there and then start trying to clean and gut. They drop it off. That's their job. And yeah. so where we're concerned, what in, individuals try to do is we try to, all of us are on the edge for different reasons that you spoke about. And instead of coming back from the edge, instead of trying to, you know, as my grandma used to say, work out my own soul salvation, <laughs> we got to ensure that instead of judging, instead of trying to rank sin, it is our job to just simply be lights, plant the seed, be fishers of men if we can do that right if we can do that that is the only part of our job yeah hey that's amazing you see them by the edge grab girl on the grab come on come on back on that's it hey i see you fall off come on look look, i fell too come on i know how it is exactly because here's the thing if you take the spiritual component out of that if you saw somebody standing on the edge of a cliff (laughs) standing on the edge of a top of the roof of the building you're gonna at least say something you at least say going on you good like you're not just going to pass and so i love that imagery i love that correlation in life like you know if we can continue just to do us in the beginning like you said if we're being those lights even if individuals aren't choosing to walk that path those will be the same individuals come up calling you back saying can you pray for me yeah those will be hey, the same individuals be like, that you talked about when you said grandma made me think about it. And when you scratched and all that, be like, uh, come here, come here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me help you, out. let me help you out a little bit. <laughs> you know, you got, here, look, yeah. I tell you all the time, I'm young, but I got an old soul. I grew up, it, you look, I grew up with the old school foundation, yeah. so for sure, definitely. But I, th- I, I just think that you definitely hit the nail on the head with that component and placing all of them in there. I think the biggest piece that all of us have to just be checked on, right? Yeah. You just check is am i ensuring that much like your school am i just talking to people who pretty much are already walking the wall right christine kane she says this all the time she said do we change our paths enough places where christ is not yeah or do we just continue to stay in the same you know friend circle the same church circle right why am i shunning individuals who if they could just be around me you know, I was watching something earlier and the people were, you know, my sciencey side, they were exposed to mercury and cobalt. They oh. didn't it. It wasn't a direct impact, but they had to on a quarantine because they were exposed to it. So it's not my job to take you and try to dunk you in and baptize yourself, and, but it is my job to expose you. And the only way I can expose you is if you're around me, if you're, if I come into contact, and how am I going to do that if I, like you said, if you were to just shun people off because of their belief? 
if I send people off because they're Muslim, Buddhists, how they love what they choose to do. And so I think that's amazing that we all have to make sure we check ourselves on that portion if we're in, we're supposed to in, ex, expose. And if we, hey, like you said, it's our job to plant a seed. It may not manifest anywhere around me, anywhere where I will see it, but it's in there. And just like any other seed, I, I never forget planting a seed years ago for something, then water it, then do nothing with it, right? I looked at it, it's growing. Right. I tend to this, but what's planted will always come to harvest at some point in time because yeah. it's given what it needs and it's our job to plant a seed. That's good. But, but you know, one thing that you, you said that, that wasn't, there's several things that you said that need to be taken notes. Um, but you know, like our, like our, the, the main example that's been on this earth. He wasn't just hanging around with the, uh, behind with his boys. Exactly. He was, he was, he was down, he was in the hood. He was all over the place. Yep. Like, why is he down here? Why is he eating with them? Why, why is he? Look, he was out. Look, he was, uh, he would, he hooker, the one, the one marriage. Yeah, hey, I know what you was doing. I know you was out there doing your thing, driving it like it's hot, doing everything that you was doing. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Hey, what it is. He he he, he was down there with everybody. He and and but once you get that, once you get that, when you get that, your spirit lit. Mm-hmm. Just like her. She got her spirit lit. And she she followed Jesus to the cross. Mm-hmm. To the grave when she was right. And matter of fact, she was hitting, she was hitting off his ministry. Look, we gotta keep you going. She was one of the main children because she was lit. Her life changed. Those tastes, those things that she had, because she knew she had a relationship. She just didn't know him. She had a relationship with him. And so that changes a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I and this just came to me because I was looking at your thing and it said by leaders. One thing I say all the time is that. You know, Paul and his boys riding this Benz, you know, in that Escalade, chilling, going down the road of Damascus, chilling, wasn't thinking about nothing. Escalade hit with that light, knocked, hey, jumped, knocked them out the, knocked them out of Escalade. They on the ground. One thing you see, two things you see in that everybody that was in there seen the light. They seen the vision. They everybody seen the vision. Everybody, but he only spoke to one. So if you're a true leader, he spoke to you and he, and he he's responded to you to do what he told you to do. Everybody else know the vision. Everybody know about the school. Everybody that's going to work with us don't know about the school, but he talks to me and he can tell you when you, when you hear what's that, that is fluent with what you supposed to do. Cause he already told you. So it, when it hit, it just, it, it nourishes you even more. But if it don't hit right, no, nah, I don't think we can need to do that right now because God's told you. Mm-hmm. He gave you the light. He gave Paul that. He gave Paul, Paul, I'm telling you, you the leader. And that's why even with, with, with Adam and Eve, when Eve ate the apple or the fruit, whatever it was, when she ate it, nothing happened. Did anything happen? Nothing. She just heard. The, she just seen the vision. She heard the word. She heard it. She knew the. She knew what. Was, hey, don't eat off this tree. You know. She ate it, but nothing happened. But the one that he talked to, the one that he had in the lead, 
Mm-hmm. When he ate it, that's when everything changed. So if I don't say anything else that y'all hear today, and I and I think I'm uh, he's ministering to me right now. I talk to I talk to the leaders. I talk to the person I want to lead. I I give you that. I give it to you. I speak to you about it. Now it's up to you to cultivate it. It's up to you to move on it. It's up to you. When we say wait, we don't mean stop. Don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. You can just move forward. You know. And I was looking at this, this. Not even God. This is something on the show I heard that kind of ministered to me. He said, "Ride the horse how it's going. If it's just if you know it's a school like for the twenty years, I knew it was a school education. I just everywhere around the world, I stopped. We'll stop where we played. All of that. I'll go to the arenas, talk to event coordinators. I talk to uh, people. I'll get information. All of that. I didn't know where we, this was going. I, you know, talk about education stuff. I didn't know. I didn't know where it was going, but I knew I was going. I was still going towards something until he made it clear. I, I had a restaurant in Houston in 2008. Oh, we had certified uh, uh, Angus steaks, Angus hamburger. We were serious. Bad decision because it was. He told me then, this is a part of it, but it ain't. It's not it. Because once you know the seed and what's that vision that he told you, everything else springs off of it. Mm-hmm. When it grows, that's why I like a tree. It has the tree is solid, the, the 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 trunk is solid, but when it grows, it gets branches. Other things branches off of it. Mm-hmm. Everything else branches off of it. He might tell you all kinds of stuff to do. I mean, I have a list of stuff that he said, okay, this is gonna be in here, you're gonna be in here. And I can even say it even by AAU. I, I coached AAU. I did a little AAU and I was, he said, I don't want, and, I, and maybe it was just for me and I don't know, I, God forgive me if I don't post tell it, but I'm going to tell it. Well, I ain't going to say it like that. Let me, let me, don't have us blasting it. Let me, let me retract that because when it brought it up to me right now, for me to say if I was supposed to say it. But he told me, and this is a, for leaders, he told me, yes, he said, I don't want you to be I don't want it to be that you have AU teams. You want to be a place where they come to. And I said, oh. So people are like, oh, come on, come. No, no, no. I heard, no, I can't do AAU. I can't do teach. I can't coach no more like that. That ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. Because you heard that, no, they coming to you. You're going to be a place to host it. So, I'll go all the way back, go to it. But once you hear that leaders, once you hear that that vision, whatever you're supposed to do, if it, I got a I got a good friend now, and I and it, it, he does clean, he cleans buildings, um, and he does he, he got a company started off just doing cars. Now he's doing hotels. I mean, within a year. I mean, especially with the pandemic that came. Now he's clean. You know, he's sanitizing stuff. He's doing all stuff business just blow i mean just because he was faithful in what he was doing he was at the church he was him and our assistant pastor sit assist the pastor not assisting assistant pastor assist the pastor and uh and so but faithful 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 every day every time you know doing what he had to do and I, when i say you know whatever god told you to do you you do that and it's 
Because it's, it's money out there for everybody. It's no shortage of money. It's no shortage. Of, so you don't have to hate on nobody. You don't have to envy nobody. If you stay your lane, be like those. Say, I'm from Kentucky. Now I'm ready to talk about horses. They put those those blinders on the horses. Mm-hmm. Come on. Because they can't, well, they can't see the other horses, how they run in their race. Because you got to see no your finish line. And you got to stay focused on you. If you stay focused this way, you ain't got time because time you start looking, now you're going off track. Yeah. But if you stay focused, you stand on your track. You stand on your lane. You stand doing what you're supposed to be doing. So those are things that I hope I, you know, share that. I know we got some more stuff to talk about, but that's definitely on my heart when I've seen that leaders that just came out to me that there's so much I do. And it's perfect. And he's really leading you because that led me to the, the last two closeout questions that I give every servant leader. And one of them you already kind of tapped on, but I tell people all the time and, and speaking on just what you said, that God is in everything, that he has a, a plan and a path for us. We just have to walk it, right? Um, waiting on him, planting a seed. And all of those things, we know that storms do come. All of those things, we know that times do get hard. And so I like to do my devotions in the morning. That varies um, however he leads me. But one of the things I do to stay encouraged and remind myself about what God is, is I'll say God is, and I will just continue to minister over myself, declare the things that he has been, things he is, the things he's not, okay? Because we got we can't be yes. free- things that he blocked, right? Um, And I'll just say, God's my healer. God is my protector. God's my sustainer. And I'll start just going, right? And get caught in a rapture like Anita Baker, right? (laughs) You know, but, you know, when I say that, I don't, of course, I don't give you a laundry list, but I'd love to hear from my servant leaders. So if I were to say, God is, and leave, Hmm. you only get one. I know, (laughs) there's plenty of money, but God is, if I say God is blank, to Paul Gaffney, God is what? Everything. Come on. That's, I mean, that's, that's the only thing I could, that's the first thing that comes to me is, is everything, everything that I need. He's, he, he opens doors that no, no person can shut. He closed the doors that nobody, that, that you, you can't. don't need open. you walking in in the first place. Right. <laughs> I mean, just, just like I told you a story about being up there, he closed the doors. I, I was hurt, didn't understand it, didn't see it, but it was the right doors, you know, and, Whatever would y'all, but Kirk, but you know, Kirk Franklin had a, a song out about it hurts when you, you know, something. I'm paraphrasing, but basically, you know, he when he closed doors, how it hurts and how you know he does those things for you that you don't think that is um, for you at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think not having a charter because when I told him, I said, I said, Father, Father, you really funny because now I really it you must really want me just to truly trust in you. I always trust in you, but being in a private school, it's tuition based. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like charter. Charter, you know, the person signed up, that money's coming. That money's already there. It's there. You don't have to have too much faith for a charter school. Once you get, you know, once it's up and people come, you don't have to have that much faith. That You know, you own cruise control on faith on that side of you know, getting money from students, but, um, but in a private setting, you you got you got some shumna shumnas to do. You got some, <laughs> you got some you got some Michael Jackson uh, moonwalk. <laughs> you got to do up in there. You got to do some. Hey, it's some stuff that keeps you on the toes, and and 
nobody's perfect. I mean, we're not. It's only one that's been on this earth that's perfect. And yeah, do you make some mistakes? Do you get anxious? Do you get um, anxiety on some stuff because you want to, you know? And then you, I'm gonna take. Oh wow, this is a big one. This is a big one. I know we got to go. Let me let me hit this one. Um, <laughs> let you get it out. Yeah, <laughs> let me get it out. Please let me get it out. Let me get this one out. I would. I used to get mad. I used to get kind of frustrated because even during this time that family or people wasn't supportive like I thought not more home but just family in a whole or you know friends or people there that haven't showed up and I was was, man this is bothering me why I mean they don't see it and one thing as a leader you gotta you gotta understand you gotta get some hard skin about and really know is that what he told me was are you doing it for them or are you doing it for me I said oh okay okay I can see that you know because I'm worried about them or worried about people coming and who's not showing up or who's doing you know not doing something for this project and 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 when he said that I was like oh okay and so that keeps down that keeps down your not I want to say hate but it keeps down uh anxiety it keeps down you not loving somebody because of they're not what you think they're not doing. And so what you got to do is that keeps that love in your heart. And love is the key to all of it. You got to just love them, keep going. I ain't saying you got to be hanging around with people and stuff, but hey, love them and keep going. They'll be there. They'll be there. But I'm glad you let me get that one out. I'm glad you let me get that out. You're glad you let me get that out. No, you're good. And you got um, a shout out from uh, Coach Wright uh, down in Augusta. Uh, she's, oh, Lord. And so, uh, she I love that girl, though. I love her. I, had, I, love I mean, her. I you know, she's her. good people. She's yeah, a servant she as well. And we had her on um, as well. So, shout out to you, Coach Wright. We appreciate you, Sue Aurora. The whole, my whole, my whole, I call them my Charlie's Angels. All of them. <laughs> they're, my, they're my Charlie's Angels. Those are my angels down there, man. They, they, Miss Wright, all of them, South Carolina and Richmond, all through there. They, they are great people. They're, um, I love them. I love them a lot. I, re- I really do. I, they always just friends. When you got people that you know that's gonna be supposed to be in your life, and 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 and, and adds to your life. You want people that are gonna ask. Mm-hmm. You don't want nobody taking because you get empty. You got to always pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out. Never gets nothing. You never get anything poured back in. That's when. That's when that's toxic. Because now mm-hmm. you, you you're too weak to do anything. So you got to get people that pour into you. For sure. I'm telling you, whole words out here. I got my whole little notes over here. <laughs> I mean, but I actually want to thank you, um, one, for being here uh, and giving time. I always say this, time is that one thing in life that once it's given, I can't give you this time back. You can't exchange that. So I thank you for your time. I also thank you for being obedient, though, because one of the things that I love about this platform and I tell individuals, I may give you a template, a template, template, Right. However, I want you to be led just like you would by Christ in any other facet of your life. So being able to exactly speak what he had you to say, I appreciate that. So often we get caught up in protocol, right? Procedure, platform that we fail to do his purpose. And you that last line in servant leadership, who are you living out your purpose for? And we perform for an audience of one. So I thank you for performing for an audience of one all of your life 
and listening to him and giving that testimony for those that will listen to hear your story and understand that God has a purpose for all of us in spite of what we had to go through to get there. So I appreciate you big time. We're going to follow you. Please, please. Who comes up? Of course, I'm a little stall right now, but I promise you when I'm up moving again, I will definitely be up there um, supporting, but I'll definitely be following and staying in contact with you. I want to give a shout out to servant leader, Shannon uh, Bryant, who connected. Yeah. She's an amazing servant leader. She is. I'm looking for coaches. I'm looking for coaches. I'm looking for (laughs) great coaches. I got got some kids coming from. I I, I need some great coaches. I need some great coaches. Hey, y'all heard it here. On the podcast, so those listeners, that that way, Coach, go ahead and let them know how to connect with you and how to find you. Well, you can go on our website at uh, www.gapacademy.org. That's G-A-P Academy. Um, And also on all social media outlets, we at Gap Academy TN. So that's Gap Academy TN on all social media outlets. and then our, our, our women's team is uh, uh, Tennessee uh, conductors, uh, WABA, um, and that's and they all same thing. TN conductors on all social media, and they all kind of intertwine with each other. So you, you you if you go to our website, they all there. Everything's the same thing. We try to keep it. Well, y'all heard it there. We're gonna follow you, Coach. We really do appreciate you big time for just the encouragement for the guidance. Um, that all of us need, especially not just in times like these, but as we wait on them. Because even if you're not waiting now, you're going to be waiting at some point in time. And so I thank you for the valuable nuggets that you did leave with us. So You know, one thing I want to say, too, I, I always say yeah. one more thing. I'm, I'm, I'm like my pastor bad. <laughs> one more thing. See, that's that's how you know you're getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> one more. That's one more. I just got one more. But anyway, no, we want to thank you. Because it it take it takes a lot, you know, people uh, to to hold up the banner, and and to do it uh, correctly, and not just being a somebody that that heard but knows that knows who they're serving, and know how to. This is you know representing Christ in a in a big way that people can come and really and you can you can feel the spirit that's that's in it that's over it um again you know it could have been many ways that you could have did this show and did it um um so many just so many different ways but you got you did it you did it what god told you to do and Mm it probably was difficult Uh, you don't have a christian show up there but now you reverend reverend coach now (laughs) you know uh, Are you having coped? <laughs> all of that. You, I know you had to go through all that, but hey, you went through it. You got it. Um, we're definitely going to support, you know, on my side, anything I can do for you on this side. Um, please make sure that you um, tag me and stuff where I can help pull it out also. Because I really, I really, for us, for anybody that's right now, it's time to make, it's time to make that, that, that turn to make that corner. And be lifted up by the word. It's, I mean, there's nothing else out there. That's, I mean, we go out there party and do all the, all that stuff, but that's empty at the end of the day. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 can do all what you want to do. That next morning, you sick, throwing up, doing all kind of stuff. This stuff you ain't supposed to be doing. All all of that. But when you high on that word, one thing you're doing is getting stronger, getting closer to things that he just give it to you. 
because you just honor. He just gives it to you. He's just there. It's like you said about Steve Harvey's a thing. It's just gifts. He just reached back in the head. Take that. Take that one too. Oh, oh, you just wanted one. You wanted you, you wanted one show. Oh no, let me give you two or three shows. Let me give you this. Let me you know on top of stuff. You know, so it's so much stuff he do. He does everything he does is in abundance. You know, anybody can have his streets of gold, not layered of gold, but have streets of gold. He's lavish. He's lavish. He's a lavish God. He's. I love that. I appreciate you, Coach, for that. It means the world. It really does. And like I said, I, I definitely will. That goes as my girl would say. You pray for me. I pray for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. I'll <laughs> and read stay it. connected with those good people, like you said, having good people around you. So I really do appreciate you. And before you get off, we're gonna cover you. We always gotta close out and whether we came in. So Heavenly Father, we thank you right now just for what we heard. We thank you for the mouthpiece the vessel, Lord God, that he didn't find a robbery to give what you had given to him, Lord God. It could have went any other way. He could have had his own agenda, Lord God, but he followed you. And so I thank you right now, Lord God, for those that listened and those that will listen on the podcast, Lord God, help those words guide them in the midst of what they may be going through. Help those that are in the midst of waiting, Lord God, to recognize that that waiting will never be in vain, Lord God. Help them to understand that just like Paul talked about is that God has a plan for everybody and for everything. We just got to walk in it. Most of all, Lord God, help us to continue to plant seeds. Help us to continue to be fishers of men. Help us to continue to be lights, Lord God, so that those that may not know you can find you. In your son Jesus' name, we'll always pray. Amen. Amen. Coach. Yes. Paul, Showtime Gaffney, you are now a part of the Servant Leader family. We welcome you. We putting on your little imaginary red and purple coat. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're at the Hall of Fame, right? (laughs) We are so glad to have you to add a long line of servant leaders who are affecting change and infiltrating and allowing God to use us to bring those same people you just talked about to recognize that there's nothing like a life of Christ. So I think we might have you up here to have a conference. We might hey. need to do a conference up here. Listen, I don't have a sidekick, but I'm coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have hey, a sidekick, but I'm right. coming. Yeah, hey, I love it. Now, so I know it'll be kicking in too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, coach. I appreciate you so much. We really, I'm really do. If there's anything you ever need, I have to reach out. We thank you guys for listening. We're going to see you guys next time.